this podcast. My have bad words because my daddy says words like sh, damn, and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts. Galan. Jiggity Joe. And I am John. We belled out of this intro once and you just wanted to keep that in. I do. All right. Well done, sir. Guys, if you haven't heard last week's episode, I suggest you go and listen to it first because this week is a continuation of that discussion that we all had about politics. It was a good discussion. So it, it, the disclaimer, it's not our personal view of, right. of um, politics. It's, it's yeah, basically we didn't discuss issues or candidates or how we no, feel. No, it, it was all kind of high-level stuff. How many guns you should or yeah, should know. I think we are going to – we might talk about something – like we might talk about specific people or specific topics, but the whole point is we're bringing them up to provide a good discussion for our table, and I think we make that clear when we go back and forth, yeah. that it's not this is how we believe we as the podcast or we as individuals, but yeah. this is just – Topic fodder, basically. But, and I think the biggest thing to take away and topic remember topics. is that we are the, – the three of us, we don't talk about it, but the three of us all have slightly different views. We mm-hmm. all fall on different places on the spectrum, the political spectrum. And I think you, what you hear is a, a fairly civil Galanzi conversation. Nazi, I'm a communist. Uh, Joe's a Marxist? I don't so, know. A socialist. I, I, don't know. I was trying to do my best to like how think do, of something else. How do else. we connect on the Venn diagram? Uh, yeah. The Venn diagram middle is the detox podcast. That's right. Oh, what a terrible, <laughs> terrible <laughs> promo. We should just cut that segment out and submit it to other podcasts. To play. Like, <laughs> so come on and listen to the comrade to the <laughs> detox podcast. Yes. Heil? It will be very good. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, without further ado, uh, we're going to. Russia, kids raise you. Yeah. So, <laughs> podcast talks you. That's it, awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was going to say, the last episode, we kind of talked general high-level stuff. This time, we kind of focus on how if it affects us as parents and how we pass it on to our kids. Yeah, totally. So, uh, enjoy, and we'll be right back. The mayor of Los Angeles is very popular right now. He is a guy that, you know, as mayor, you don't subscribe to a political party. You're just the mayor of the city, whatever that is. But, you know, it's somebody that he's very popular right now. He is somebody that could make the jump to governor and in a couple of years down the line, make a presidential bid, right? Like he's seen several steps ahead based on his popularity right now. And it all depends on what happens in uh, 2020, right? So it's like if you get a, a, a dim in, then he's probably not going to make that jump. If you get a, if you get like Trump again or a different Republican, he's probably going to make that jump. And it's just it's all everybody's thinking, like you said, multiple steps ahead. But I don't want to get in the weeds on that. What I found interesting is in the same talk where they were talking about the different House of Representatives, you saw he showed a graph of like every single president except for uh, George W. Bush lost so like Obama, Clinton, H.W., Reagan, et cetera, 
lost several big midterm elections after that. And that's just the the way the world it's works. It's just cyclical. It is, right? So yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see like if there's a lot of turnover, is it because of that's just the way history has gone? Or is it because there is this like momentum from a younger generation that's like, no, this is we're electing people to hold that we aspire to or we look up to in some way or fashion. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, the same thing. But but I mean, that's the same narrative that people try try to push that there's going to be some sea change or whatever when MTV Rock the Vote gets people out to like vote for Clinton. (laughs) Yeah. Like Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, when when he got elected, when we were in high school or whenever. uh, And then it swings back to to W. And then people are, this is the same narrative when like, like, oh, Obama Mm -hmm. got elected. Things are going to be different from now on. And then we end up with Trump. Right. Eight years later, you know, I mean, I think it's just cyclical. I think it's it the nature. Cyclical. It's it's whoever's whoever's at the top is gonna make the people that don't like that guy mad enough that they're gonna mobilize and yep and yeah. It's just I, I think what I'm what I'm curious in, about now is with and, and I always go back to it because I'm I I don't know I get stuck on it, but it's like with it are the millennials going to turn out to where we have a higher voter turnout because of the internet and their interconnectivity to everything that's going on and their passion about the different topics and the, to put it kindly, the controversial nature of this particular president. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, that's what I'm curious to see is, yeah, it, it, it's a, there's always been an ebb and flow, blue this, red tide, then blue tide, and, you know, right. there's always been that. Tide pods. That, that, yeah, tide, <laughs> this is a tide act. Yeah, there's tide pods. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, but it's just that, that's what that's what I'm curious, and and so to, to kind Hashtag of tag tide pods. There we go. To bring it to 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 for me, bring it around to parenting is how do we teach our kids to have that that respectful conversation? And one of the things that I plan on teaching Ellie, and it goes beyond politics, is understanding the other side. It's it's when. When John and I have had a different view, we sat down and had a three-hour conversation about something, and I don't think either of us walked away any closer to the other side, but we had a better understanding of the other side, or Joe and I have definite differing opinions on things, and every time we have a conversation, I walk away, and it's it's easy to do that when you are having conversations with your close friends and people that you've known for a decade or 30 years or whatever, but I want to take that and extend that to the people that I've known for a day, an hour. It's like, what makes them tick? And how yeah, is it, how why different might this me? person, what in this person's experience may make them have arrived at this decision? Right. right. And because ult- ultimately right. I want to question what I believe, whether it's, yeah. it's political, whether it's a moral compass, whether it's religious or whatever, whether it's uh, an opinion about the way that I play music or whatever, or the way that I draw, or whatever right. I approach, the things I do at work, I want to question all that stuff so that I can understand it, understand myself better. Right. The better I understand other people, especially people that have contrasting, not just differing opinions, but contrasting right. opinions to me. And I think that's the lesson that I want to teach my kids. That's the example that I want to be to the people around me. If I'm going to be a, a beacon of change or anything, then I need to set that example. And, right. and that's really hard to do when someone presents an opinion and you're like, that is a dumbass way of saying that. It is hard, right? So <laughs> it, we want to teach our kids to use discernment, not only in what they listen to and what they subscribe to, but also 
in everyday life and everyday conversation. And it is very difficult to have that conversation, to question what you believe. Why are you believing that? Really look deep. And then to have a conversation with somebody who is on the opposite side of that, to, to get to know them as a person, to understand where they're coming from, it's incredibly difficult. It is so easy to just write them off and be like, you know, what, I'm going to go uh, just search my filters until I find like a news outlet or a bunch of people that just completely agree with everything I say. Right. And like, I remember it was a big wake up call for me <clears throat> when I was, and this is several years ago, this is before um, Trump even got elected. I think it was in the midterms. And there was some, a friend of mine and I was chatting, I was expressing my frustration for why certain people got elected. And he responded back and he was like, I know, right? Like, why are we even letting these people vote? We shouldn't let these people vote. And I went, hold up, stop, 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 stop. Stop right there. He's like, well, they're just idiots. I'm like, no, no, no. You are trying to discredit an entire constitutional right because you dislike how the vote went. That is incorrect. I was like, and he got mad at me because he thought I was disagreeing with him. And I went, no, you're not understanding. You're mad that your guy didn't win. And we were on the same side, quote unquote. <laughs> and I was like, you're mad that your guy didn't win. And so you think, let's just rig the field. So that yeah. way our guy could win. I was like, no, I said, you can't talk like that. And then it's like, I got into this long constitutional argument where I'm defending the person I don't like, because I'm like, they won, whether I like it or not. They, that's the way our democracy and our republic, that's how it works, right? And everybody's afforded that, right? And so it's, and he just wanted to like write off and have me agree with him and then us move on. And I'm like, no, you can't, you can't just discredit that because where does it stop? That's yeah. what I, that was a big wake up call to me. So where everything I approach now, I'm like, where does it stop, right? It's like, okay, you take away these people's right to vote. Well, it's like, okay, but then what if they come for you, right? And then it's like, and it goes back and forth and back and forth. And it's like, no. It's the same, right? You have to have equal rights. Everybody's got the right to vote. Everybody's right. got the right, all the constitution, all the way down, whether you like it or not, it is the way it is for a reason. And and I'll defend that, right? And it's like, people don't want to hear that, right? They just want to hear you agree with whatever they're saying. And it's incredibly frustrating as a parent to think about how am I going to teach my kids to have these conversations when you're not going to make many friends that way. Well, it's, you know, it, it, you mentioned, not by you didn't call it it, but you mentioned a slippery slope of right. you start taking things away. Slippery slope, that's what I was trying to think And about. I had a conversation recently, and I, I may have told you guys about it, and I'll save the, the details of who was involved for a, a later episode, but it's, there was a conversation, and essentially, long story short, the person was, said that, or all but said that, well... I think this way, they think that way, and I'm better I'm better than they are because I think the way I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a second. I was like, You can't you can't say that. Mm-mm. You can't you can't think that you're better than someone because you think a particular way, even right. if you disagree with them. Right. Because the moment we start dismissing people, yep. we dismiss everything about them. They become beneath us. Right. And and there are plenty of narcissists out there that would never admit to that. And as someone who is narcissistic <laughs> I've done that before where you take that you take, and I mentioned it, you, you take one sentence and you dismiss that person. Mm-hmm. And you, the, the moment you start thinking I'm better than, than that person, you lose, you lose the battle. You're yep. not better than that person. And that's, that's so hard with something like politics that people get so passionate about. Yeah. And the passion's understandable. It, sure. For as long as I've been apathetic about p- politics, I've always understood the passion behind it. Yeah. Because, you know, you believe that, 
your your core system of beliefs is what's best for right. all or what whatever. You know, and it's just it's it's hard to to teach that and to live that example to the, the the people that looked up up to us, whether it's our kids, our spouses, our friends. You know, and it's it's hard to be that example and then have them go back to the everyday echo chamber of yep. CNN, Fox Sports, MSNBC, Fox Sports, or Fox Sports. <laughs> Fox. Hey, go Cowboys! Fox News, Fox Day or whatever. It is. <laughs> yeah. Fox Sports Southwest. You're like those Rangers, they're yeah. getting it, man. That guy's biased towards the Rangers. Yeah, them Texas Rangers. They don't need to have them guns. Hitting home what? runs. I don't know. I got nothing. Gun, like these guns? Yeah, those guns. That's what I said. Guns. Hit, hitting home runs. But it's, you know, it's just, it's. Mark McGuire. You know, it, it, to be that example to the people around you and to not, you know, to, to be an example that, that persists beyond that interaction to where they're all, you're always the voice in the back of my mind. Their, their mind saying, no, I don't agree with them, but they have the right to, to voice that. They have the right to vote that right. way. They have the right to believe that. Because the moment we start imposing on that, like you said, we take away those rights, and it's a very slippery slope. Yeah. Oh well, I don't agree with that. So uh, anyone that believes that, go to internment camps. Right. You exactly. Know? Oh, you were born this particular way. We're going to segregate you, and you're you're going to have second second citizen. Right. You know. It is a slippery slope. I mean, we have the government <clears throat> that we have for a reason. Yeah. You know, and we have these rights. Flawed as it might be. Yep. You know. And it's. You know, I. John's being awful quiet. <laughs> no, he's yeah, he's just he's just I marinating. Think, I, think, I think there's I think there's like a storm. There's there's Hurricane John brewing. No, I I want to. And so I'm interested. So it's be a class five. No, it's okay. So it's five. um. So here here's something I'll say. Right. Um. There's all. Do, are there classes of hurricanes? Yeah. Okay. All right. Is five a high class? I think so. It's, a cla- like a, it's classy. It's, it's like a classy hurricane. Classy hurricane. It's a classy is the first. Classy hurricanes. All right. I uh. I think it's like DefCon five. Um, <laughs> it, gets, it, it gets worse <laughs> as it goes lower. <laughs> oh, that kind of that category one hurricanes. The, that's the that's the worst, man. Uh, so John's in category five. He's just kind of floating out in the sea. He's good. John John is the the eye of Jupiter right. level right hurricane brewing. <laughs> no, it's God. I'm a nerd. I've heard this. Oh, I I maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> I'm gonna Bonus go ahead. content. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. So, what? Whether whether <laughs> Mexican people? No, no Joe, don't, don't say it. No, no. There's a whole country. Beep. Of people. <laughs> a whole, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'll be editing this no, out no, of 28 okay. minutes. So, so whether like wherever you fall on the spectrum of guns, I'm not going to dive into guns. Oh, Lord. No, no, no. I'm not going to dive into that. Right? I'm not here to do that. What I am here to say is that I have heard. People talk about let's just remove all guns all at once ad hoc, right? And sure. and I disagree with that. Okay, why? Because it would be impossible. No, because it's not. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it works, right? Yeah, you can't just say I want everybody to be removed of something immediately, because okay, maybe you're someone who doesn't like guns and you're like, this is great. Well, then what if tomorrow they're like, yeah, let's just get rid of all of the old people. There's a surplus to the population. Anybody over the age of well, seven? No, 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 no. The, the comparisons. I, that might be. That might be a bit okay, of. Okay, fair. As long as you acknowledge. That's a bit of a leap. Okay. okay but okay. my point no. is, okay. where does it stop? It's a slippery slope. Whatever you do, and 
and I'm not here to debate guns and I'm not here to debate anything else. And I'm not here to comment on people that may be saying one thing or the other. I'm just saying it is incredibly difficult to parent in this age of extremes. When people no, are like, that. when people are like, I think we should get rid of all guns or I think we should arm everybody. It's like, we're not, we're not sitting down and having a conversation guns aside, whatever the issue is, we're not seeing a lot of people willing to come together and have conversations about why they feel the way they do, what should be the best way forward. And then making incremental progress, which is what our country is about making incremental, having everybody come together, sit down, talk about it and make incremental progress. I don't feel that we're doing that. At least I don't see that from the top down. And I definitely don't see that in my immediate day to day. No one's willing to budge is what it comes yeah. down to. And it, it's it doesn't matter difficult. what the topic is. People don't yeah. it, 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 People don't want to budge. It's difficult as a parent to think about, like, where are we going to be from here? But I definitely want to hear John's opinion. But should we save that till the next time? Or should we say it now? <laughs> uh, we, we, I think we could, we could potentially continue this. Let's just do it. Uh, I've said my piece. I did. I, I, I stepped Any, around stuff as I best hear, I could. Anytime I hear someone's argument presented as no one wants to – or everyone is this. I just don't think it's a factual statement. I just don't think it's a factual statement. I like if if you guys are saying <sighs> we we are inundated with uh, divisive arguments or extreme opinions because of the current whatever political climate or, or the the current uh, availability of of media. Um, or you know, including social media, how sure. how consumed most people are with that yeah. these days. I mean, I, I I can see that. Like, I guess it's a it seems a lot more difficult maybe to insulate yourself and your kids from from those opinions. I, I would think, but I just I don't know. And maybe I've just had a different personal experience than you guys, but I don't know. I mean, I I feel like I feel like a lot of that idea just comes from stuff that's clearly silliness. Sure. On, well, on, on Facebook, and it's easy to dismiss that to me as silliness because that's not that's not what happens when I talk to to right. Galan. That's not what happens when I talk to Joe right. about something. And also in my life, when you say people don't budge and people don't change, um, I grew up very conservative. I swung pretty far liberal. I became conservative again. I became somewhere in the middle. I leaned back conservative again. I hear friends with liberal. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I mean. But, like, yeah, like no, I, I because exactly what you guys are saying. Like when when I have a civil discussion with someone uh, about it, and I hear someone else's point of view, it makes you examine what what you feel uh, on a topic. So right. I don't, I don't, yeah. I just, I, I guess I don't feel. Yeah, I just I don't I don't buy the overall thesis that we're more divisive, so it's going to be harder to raise the kids with beliefs yeah. that you feel are morally correct right. or something. And and I and I think that's a good point, right? So it could this could all be for naught. You know, this could just be sitting around worrying about about nothing, right? It Isn't could that just part be, of being a parent, right? I mean, oh, oh for sure, <laughs> for sure. Isn't that every episode of our podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so <laughs> concerned about this, but it's but it's. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's. Oh, I had a point. Am I going to grab it again? Or so, that, so think about that. Cause say, so I, when I, when I make the point of, I, I I don't think anyone's willing to budge. I don't mean that in where I believe that 
100% of the people are stuck where they're at. But yeah, but what do you mean? No one's willing to budge on Facebook because you're a no, lot, no, you're a lot, you're a lot nobody, closer. Than nobody's going to no. budge on Facebook because it's, it's like, too easy know, not it, to. There, there are so many of us that too easy to just meme, I mean, meme it all up. So take us three for example. You know, we're going to have a conversation about whatever we've had conversations about, and generally speaking, when we have that, it's those conversations just to get a better understanding of each other. Most of the time, I, w- I would I would be willing to assume that none of us are going in thinking like I'm going to have my opinion changed with this conversation. Right. And that's what that's what I mean is is no one's willing to budge. We may budge over time because of introspection or someone just hits us with this amazing insight that we're like, well, shit, I, I'm wrong. Right. But we don't go looking for that. It's really I mean, we're we're creatures of habit. Humanity is we're we're stubborn creatures. We don't want to have our opinions changed. Right. I mean, some people may, maybe. I mean, some people do. Some people go in and they're just in. They're fluid. Oh, I remember the point I was going to make. Go for it. Sorry, no, I was going to say. So to your point about like not being hard. I'm pointing to John for those that are listening <laughs> who are not live in the studio with us. That was. Right. Yay, Joe. That's <laughs> one. St- no, that was a bad joke. Anyways, no. My point is, when you're trying to parent, you absolutely instill your core beliefs and moral structure in them that goes without saying i mean if you're not giving them that base with which to hopefully discern right from wrong and what they feel is right versus what they feel is wrong or just what they feel is best for them the country etc then you're not doing your job but where i talk about it's difficult is it is easy as a young person and i feel so old saying young person but it is easy for a young person to be sucked in via social media and their immediate circle of friends to be sucked into an extreme of one thing. And that's where I talk about, hey, you need to check yourself and make sure you're not getting too deep in the weeds on something because I've had to check myself and it is not easy to do and most people don't want to do it. That's where I talk about the difficulty factor as a parent. That was the point I was trying to make and it like floated away and then I grabbed it. Yeah. Brought it back down. No, that's interesting. So, so how do you how do you um, keep your child from falling into that pitfall? I encourage them to have to constantly be talking to everyone and getting to know them as a person and getting to know what their story is, because that's the best way. That when I realized I was deep in in the weeds on an issue and I had that conversation with a friend, I went, I need to start having more one on one in-person conversations with people I know I don't line up with all the way because that's the only way I'm going to grow as a person and become multifaceted is if I are multi-layered, whatever, is if I understand bi-coastal. Yeah. Bi-coastal. Okay. Yeah. Same, same is if I understand where they're coming from, why they feel the way they do, then I can, it informs my opinion. So that's, that's the advice I will give my kids. And they'll probably be like, you don't know anything, dad, you're ruining my life. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Glenn? Uh, you know, I, I think Joe has a good point of, of I, I think I'm trying to equip the, the people in my life, Ellie and everything that it's, I think, I don't know. I, it, it it's probably going to change as I get older and my views uh, adapt and you know whirl around or whatever it i I think the biggest thing is just 
for her to be open and realize that it's okay to have dissenting opinions that you don't have to be friends. You you shouldn't want to be friends with people that are just like you, which is kind of funny because of my, you know, three closest guy friends, two of them are pretty much just like me. Wait, do you, you, you actually think you shouldn't want to be friends with people just like you? I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, so does that I, mean I we think shouldn't it, be friends with you? No, I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah. No, no. I mean, I mean, I I would agree with you if you said not only people. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But like, you know, yeah, I mean, but, but so many. That's a better way of phrasing it. Like, I I want people to have divert. I want my I want Ellie to have diverse friends, but I don't want her to avoid people like her. But I don't want the same time. I don't want her to surround herself just with people like sure. like her. I understand what you're saying because it, it, yeah. it, that that's an in person echo chamber. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's dangerous to her development as a well-rounded human being, because then it gets into that. Well, if you don't think like I do, then you're not you're not worthy of my time. And right. I don't want her to. To grow up like I did, because that's how I thought for a long time. And it's just it. I was. And then by the time I realized that I was a I was a poisonous person to be around. I was destructive to. The people around me, and it, you know, it, it took a, a major event for me to realize that it's like, man, I, I don't, I need to do a lot of, uh, of thinking, and, and right. really, in the, in those, that decade and a half since then, it's, I mean, I've, I have changed a lot, in that, but it took a very, you know, it took a major event in my life, and then, you know, then there's getting married to Teresa, that, that changed, you know, yeah. I mean, for as much as I might joke or whatever, it's like that was. A significant turning point because I met someone for the first time that challenged me as a person. It's the whole Jack Nicholson thing. I want to be a better man because of her. Then I had a kid. I want to be a better person so I can be a better father, and it's all that. And and so that's Jack where Nicholson it starts. Nicholson want to be a better man because of your wife. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she she has that kind of power, man. She it's does. The, <laughs> it like spreads yeah. it around. But it's uh, a. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Didn't mean anything. I uh, I made her listen to the last episode. I may not make her listen to this one. Good call. Good call. But uh, but no, it's it's an interesting conversation. We've gone long on on this one. But I, I think, think it's it something. Yeah, I think it's something that we could talk about. Maybe we revisit it at another time. And maybe after we're done with this, we Wait, sit are we down. We breaking and this one up. We can. I was gonna say we can either put it off and, and or we could revisit just, three months from no, now. I mean, or, what are we at? Yeah, uh, we're about forty minutes in. Let's just let's just have this be one, and then we could do fitness. Yeah, let's just do that. Let's just because I don't want to do another episode of politics, but I don't want to. No, like, I'm saying we we do another ten minutes on this, and that's our two episodes. Okay, we could do okay, that. Okay, we then. could do that. All right, I'll find I, a way. I thought, to, I thought I'll find we had a way to ni- splice that together. I thought we had a nice little a little bow, so I didn't want to like break it up. But oh, you thought that was the, that was the bow on it? I thought so, but maybe yeah, not. I think that's the bow. I mean, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let let's shelve it. We'll come back. We'll we'll stew on this. I'll, I'll listen. I'll go back and listen to this and realize that I'm wrong about everything. <laughs> then we'll have another conversation two months from now. It'll be great. After the whole midterm thing, it'll be interesting to, to go back right. and revisit and see how that's how that if it has changed our opinion. Right. All right, sounds good. We'll be back in just a moment with everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Oh, you are going to edit that like back and forth with us talking about. I really hope I remember. I hope so too. Probably won't though, <laughs> because then the people will hear this and be like, "What are they talking about? What got edited out?" Okay, we'll just say uh, edit, 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 edit. Edit. This podcast may contain bad words. We'll be back in just a moment. We, we are back. back. 
Jinx. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're back from that lovely discussion about <laughs> politics and Hurricane John and all that fun stuff. That's right. Because it's time for America's Ooh. favorite segment. Is yes. Dad joke. Yes. Of the week. That's right. Brought to you this week by Joe. Yes, yes, yes. Well, John's not a dad. He knows how to drive a joke into the ground. By Joe. Joe. It's all right. Uh, Joke. Hey, guys. I wanted to ask you, how do farmers party? Party? Um, How? How do do they party? They turn up beats. Wow. They turn up the beats. I like it. That's okay. You can't plant flowers if you haven't bought any. (laughs) (laughs) You can't... Plant flowers <laughs> if you haven't bought any. Well, do you guys know a steak pun is a rare medium well done? <laughs> no? All right. I ruined it. All right. Wow, uh, the botany got me. Yeah, okay. Well, you, you want the botany? <laughs> See, I like to turn up the beat. Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't laughed like that at a dad joke in a long time. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. That was it. That was I, I don't know. That, that, I'm spent now. I'm done. I'm just gonna roll over and fall asleep. <laughs> well, guys, it's been a way, it's been a while since we've done this, so I thought maybe we'd uh, before we end this episode, we might do a things to check out segment. We have not done it in a long time. We were we had talked about doing it kind of as bonus content, but we haven't. We haven't. We we because we talk amongst ourselves about things that we checked out right. things we've been up to. <laughs> so, but so uh, I'll st- I'll start because I mentioned it last time. Um, cool. I think I just stole John Thunder. No. no. But no, that's what I'm going to suggest. Oh, okay. So the the fifth season of Ultron came out about a week and a half ago. And if you haven't watched it, it it's, it, you know, it's it's a reboot of the old 80s um, TV show. But it's done by the animation team that did The Legend of Korra. So if you guys, oh, okay. if, you, you know, if you watched uh, the uh, Avatar, The Legend of Korra, um, the animation is, re- I mean, it's it's well done. Uh, it's really good. The character names are the same. So you still have Keith, Lance, Hunk, Pidge, Allura. Um there are a few wrinkles. You have Zarkon, you have Lotor. So it's like if you grew up watching those. Oh, nerd! Yeah. <laughs> well, it helps that I just watched the cartoon. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 just really like good. The 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 casual like like the casual way you were just like <laughs> nerd. I don't think you understand how much I loved <laughs> Voltron caught, as a kid. Caught me off guard. I had all the die cast, like the full size, like two foot lion and everything. It was awesome. Dude, that was an awesome toy. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, they they break it up. Netflix breaks it up, uh, so that's where you can view it. You can view it on Netflix. Um, they break it up into so each mini season so will be two a year. Um, you know, there's eight or ten episodes. Uh, I'm in the middle, of, or I was in the middle of the fifth season, but it's it was really good. It had a few you know things I didn't expect. Um, Stephen Yun, I think is his name, the dude that was on The Walking Dead playing. Um, oh yeah, yep. Where Glenn. crap was Glenn? Yeah, he does yeah. the voice of uh, of Keith. He's nice. one of the pilots. Uh, but it's just cool, and you know, it's like it brings back the memories of Form Voltron of like the kid in me, just as like loving that cartoon. Um, my friend Alan, who's been on the show, was, was on the episode talking about joint custody. He's a big uh, Voltron fan, and his wife for his birthday um, got a bunch of his friends to pitch in and buy him the new version of the diecast lions. But he keeps oh, them in the box on the on the shelf, but like all where they're supposed to go. So the the two leg cool. lions are the, on the bottom, nice. and the red and green one are in the middle. Or on the top for the arms. It's awesome, man. It's a great cartoon. So I'm suggesting to check out a cartoon and watch it with your kids because it is kid-friendly. Yeah, right on. Well, enough of the nerdy suggestions. 
Dads, do you play Dungeons and Dragons? Do your kids play Dungeons and Dragons? Do you play Dungeons and Dragons with your kids? Check out Matt Colville's Strongholds and Followers Kickstarter. Beating Dungeons and Dragons of the Devil? That's Mama. what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Mama, I like Dungeons and Dragons. Because there's nothing more satanic than your teenagers staying home on a Saturday <laughs> night. Eating drinking, pizza and drinking Dr. Yeah, Pepper. Yeah, drinking Dr. Pepper and rolling up some characters. Uh, and using but, their uh, imagination. Anyways, this book uh, sounds like it's going to be awesome. It's just rules for your characters to be able to build a stronghold and attract awesome followers. So uh, there you go, guys. That's my suggestion. Hey, to, to add on to John, they um, they have uh, beginner boxes at Toys R Us that you can get. And I think they're for like 20, 20, bucks. 20, 20, 20 25, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. 30. So it's yeah. like it, you it can get. It comes with Minds of Fandom. Yeah, but get it yeah, before it's, it's, as Toys R Us lasts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. going out of business. But you can fast. get it on Amazon or whatever too. But it's just it's it's easily accessible and yeah. it's it's a great way to get it's your, everything you need to yeah. play. John and I have a friend that got yeah. their you know his sons into it and oh yeah, I'm gonna you know I've, one it, of our buddies plays uh, her, his teenage daughter plays with his yeah yeah and then uh, El, or Teresa's even played uh, he, she played the Pathfinder one oh that's cool. but uh be, I'll be running Ellie through that probably here in a couple years very nice, nice. yeah uh so. I'm super excited. The start of Major League Soccer season is this weekend, and or last weekend. I forget when we're going to release this. Whatever. Anyways, I'm super excited. It's this month. Um, That's just a side note of what I'm excited about. My thing to actually check out, I just kind of want to like throw that in there. My thing to check out is I just watched a documentary on Hulu called Batman and Bill. It is about Bill Finger, the secret co-creator of Batman that's been kept in the shadows for years. Bob Kane took all the credit forever. And it turns out that Bob Kane was just the artist. Bill Finger created, like told Bob Kane, hey, this is how Batman should really look. Here's some characters. Here's Gotham City. He helped create it. What I like about it, so like I'm a Batman nerd and I'm a comic book nerd, right? So that's why I was drawn to it. What's interesting is it takes you down a path of creative collaboration licensing right like as an artist and as a co-creator of something especially back in the 30s right 30s and 40s how do you define who has ownership and how do you draw out these contracts and these handshakes and verbal agreements how do you define who has rights over that and it was really interesting because it's like bob kane while maybe not a bad guy was still taking sole credit and Bill Finger was somebody that was left out when he helped create this world. And they take you, and the guy takes, does a really good job taking you down the journey of how he discovered this and how he researched and how he fought for co-credit. And now, starting with uh, Batman vs Superman, that was the first movie that said Batman created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. Nice. And every single Batman comic book from here on out says created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. And so that's what they ultimately came to. It's not a spoiler alert because if you just looked at a Batman movie or a Batman comic from like 2016 on, you'd see that. But it's just the journey and the struggle and the fact that DC tried to pay hush money to like, we don't want to deal with this, was crazy. And it's like you start thinking about other art mediums and other like music and all this stuff about like who owns what and how does this get defined. It's just mind boggling when you get down in it. So. I think it's worth it's worth a watch. It's very interesting, and especially if you're a Batman or comic book fan, it's definitely worth your time. Batman and Bill on Hulu. Man, that is right. not what I expected you to tell us to check out. What do really? you think I was going to check out? Guns and Ammo. 
More like Guns N' Roses. Welcome to the jungle. Oh, Use oh your Lord. illusion one and two. Oh, wow. Bro. My wife's a Guns N' Roses fan of certain songs just because she grew up listening to them. Nice, nice. Na, 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 oh, I know what I know what I'm gonna get you for Christmas. A, a, a Guns N' Roses a top tattoo. hat and a curly wig. Yeah, exactly. Uh, How'd you guess? Neck, neck tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, guys. Anyways. Well, it's that time of the episode again. Go on. It's the time of the episode where we tell you many ways that you can help us out for free, um, and that starts with going to vocalnow.com and listening to the podcast or downloading the vocal app. You can also go to iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, and you can find us on there. So it would be great if you subscribe to us on those so you get our episodes as soon as they're released. But if you don't want to do that, you can at least leave a five-star review, let everyone know what you think of the of the podcast. And... <laughs> You know, or the best way to do <laughs> it is to go to get a five star review. Yeah. Or go to detoxpodcast.com. That's D T A L K S for the whole dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. But D T A L K S podcast.com. You can find links to all of that fun stuff. Our Patreon, which we featured bonus material from a few episodes ago. That's right. Um, you can find our email, our social media, where we're under at Detox Podcast on. Um, all of those, primarily uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Joe is the Instagram king, though he hasn't been gramming very much. I haven't been. My gram, my gram game is lacking. That's really weird to say. That's really hard to say. I think it's because you, you've hit that 30 mark, and you're going to lose touch with all of the it's things true. the hip kids do nowadays because you're no longer a 20-something, you true. old man. It's uh, Probably. <laughs> I have news for you, Joe. I'm going to hit 40 before you do. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. think that's breaking news. I think I that's think how <laughs> life works. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's math or whatever. It's dad math. Um, but yeah, so you know, go to go to all of our social media. Like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us or follow us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. All how right. does that work? Thank you. Uh, I don't, like I don't us on Facebook. Follow stuff. us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Like our Instagram awesome. posts. Just stalk us, basically. Pin us on Pinterest. Email John at john at yeah. detoxpodcast.com. Follow us on Etsy. We're making yeah. handcrafted <laughs> cross-stitch jokes. Yeah, we're taking all right. of our dad jokes, and we're cross-stitching them, and we're going to sell them to you. That's right. No, I don't that's know. Right. That was the most Etsy thing I could think of. That was good. That was good. Uh, follow us we'll on Put on the pillow. <laughs> yeah. To get all the yeah. dad deals. All the dad deals. All right. Uh, Joe, I think we have one final order of business. Or yes. Or do we for this episode? Yes, we uh, do. For the hashtag roundup. Uh, so, the, so the contenders I've got this week, I've got hashtag classy hurricane, right. <clears throat> hashtag the botany got me, and hashtag dad math. John? I'm going to vote for hashtag the botany got me. What do you think, Alon? Botany got me. I'll make it a clean sweep. For the second week in a row, a unanimous decision. So, guys, thank you very much for les- listening to us. For lessening us. For lessening us thank on you for all that, of our wrong that's, advice. Uh, that's my job, to Thank you very us. much for listening to us and for spreading the good detox word. We appreciate it. And until next time, hashtag the botany got me and hashtag be a better dad. Special thanks to John and Eddie for supporting the podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.